Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this extra weekly episode of Dame Baptiste Questions Everything, or what we are calling DBQs. On DBQs, myself, comedian, writer, and occasional actor, Dame Baptiste, my producer friend, Howard Cohen, a.k.a. The Hizzer. Hello! I'm going to take the time to be delving into some of the things that have happened in this week's news. That's right, Dane. It's time to question one of these week's biggest stories. And let's get into it with Harry and Meghan's Netflix documentary. Everyone's talking about it. Ooh, it's so exciting. I'm pretty sure, and I haven't watched it yet. I know Dane has watched some of it. I'm pretty sure it's going to be shit. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if that is a, is that a jab at Netflix, Howard. Uh, I'm pretty sure that it's one of those things that's a great bit of access, but what they actually would let you film would be very limited. Yeah, and I think I guess the inner workings of the access grant for people to uh, create these, I guess, factual pieces or exposés on members of the royal family or anybody of status is going to be quite limited. They're going to control it. it. But I suppose what it does is it allows people to bring up this conversation again in regard to, you know, what I assume now will probably become one of the most controversial duos in the history of the royal family. Right, Dane? Yeah, which is really weird when you consider that Prince Andrew was involved in a sex trafficking ring uh, with Jeffrey Epstein, that this would be one of the most controversial couples. Or the fact that uh, Prince Prince Charles had a long-standing affair and then married his mistress, who is now the Queen's consort. They're two people that fell in love organically and have not cheated on anyone and engaged in any kind of royal or political intrigue to realise their relationship are considered the most controversial couple. Mm. I uh, find it very strange in particular, like how many people become so inspirited in discussing these points of uh, the royal family and any of the controversies within the royal family, particularly a large number of white British comedians who on stage take the time to proclaim how atheistic they are and how they're atheists and how they don't care about any kind of theological belief and they find that whole idea to be archaic. But my, my, do they hold their fucking tongues when it comes to talking about the royal family. I, cause I, had, a, I had a show in Edinburgh 2017, which was called Gold, Oil and Drugs. I, I, was, I saw it, Dane. I remember it well, mate. Yeah, and I was saying that like it's very strange that in our part of the world where we claim to be irreligious and we are so massively outspoken about uh, the folly of religious zealots and religious belief and yet the uh the coat of arms for the royal family says du en mon en du adroit which it means me and god together and yet no one seems to be able to uh make the connection between the declining relevance of uh the church and christianity but the fact that we still insist on focusing on the inner workings and intricacies of the royal family. Mm. I think there is something about Meghan and Harry that make people furious. And as much as it could be, you know, linked to a, a racism thing, I also think it's linked to the fact that they seem genuinely happy together. 
They or they've tried to be genuinely happy together, and that and they're young, it, and you know, kind of they're kind of aspirational. Well, let's let's be honest. You know, the royal family generally aren't. You know. So, well, when you when you come from a uh, divine dynasty where everything is handed to you and you are basically positioned as being on at the uh, apex of uh, humanity, what aspirations are there left for you to have? <laughs> so, do you know what I mean? If you're a member of the royal family, what aspiration could you have? Rich, wealth, power, fame, status. Mm. All of these things are given to you at the uh, event of your birth. So... Of course, you wouldn't have any aspirations. But yeah, I think that's a really good point, Howard, that uh, I think a large amount of the resentment and jealousy comes from the fact that because uh, Harry and Meghan's uh, love and romance has uh, has uh, been created organically under their through their own autonomy, it means that British press, uh, British nobility, uh, I guess global nobility, and I think in a very large and to a larger extent, uh, white supremacists, who uh, basically feed into that ideology because they do not have the uh, privilege of being a part of the landed gentry or of British nobility. Mm. I think they're all deeply resentful of the fact that because Harry and Meghan have found their love themselves, they can take no true ownership of it. Yeah. So that's a really good point. And uh, there's already been some uh, backlash about the uh, Netflix series that has now come up um, where people have claimed that some of the pictures being used in the trailer are cropped pictures or they are uh treated pictures that have come from harry's previous relationships and just a lot of other pictures are have been doctored for the purposes of making the trailer more engaging mm. to which i think obviously you fucking idiot that's how trailers work they're supposed to be enticing mm. and sometimes even when you watch films there'll be scenes in the trailer that don't appear in the film but they're there to entice you to watch the fucking thing in the first place yeah. so to those of you out there who are making these backlash videos about the inconsistencies you found in this uh, expose of Harry and Meghan, you need to get a fucking life because you don't make any money talking about the royal family. In fact, you lose money because you are losing time when you could be making something to monetize yourself and you also have to pay your tax towards the upkeep of the royal family. Also, there are a lot more insidious things happening with the royal family which are morally objectionable that have nothing to do with two people falling in love. What's this thing? These guys are spinning their lives so they can make money. Well, why the fuck do you think the royal family are in Hello Magazine then? <laughs> What do you think? How else do they make money? You know, oh, they've lost their titles, so now they're trying to make money off their names. Well, how else do you think members of the royal family earn money? Why do you think they come up with these stupid commemorative cups and plates and china and coins and clothing and alcohol? Or why do you think everything condoms. that is preceded condoms? by... Yeah, condoms. Yeah. Everything preceded by royal tends to involve them trying to monetize their name. Yeah. Even the fact that imperialism and all the money that continues to be paid towards the royal family is about them living off of their name. So if Harry and Meghan are engaged in that, they have learnt from the best. So what the fuck is your point, people? Yeah, no, it's 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 pretty fair. I think the other thing that comes up with these two is what are they trying to do? I think that's the bit that actually for some royalists is the big like they're trying to bring the royal family down. It's like mm, no, that isn't what's going on. We'll be back after this. Hold up. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back to the show. Even if they are, so the fuck what? <laughs> so, I don't, I, don't, I, I don't know what you define as a royalist. Someone that studies, like, as it's getting, again, going back to the irreligious and secular status of the UK... We have a country where we have loudly have people who proclaim to be intellectuals who will reinforce narratives and editorial from, you know, outspoken atheists like Richard Dawkins or they'll cite Stephen Hawking and his research into quantum mechanics or they'll cite any part of intellectualism, which basically actively demonstrates the stupidity of religious belief. And yet the royal family and their lineage is based on religious belief. Mm. And none of these people have the same energy when they are decrying this institution which has a direct basis in religious belief, just like any church. And I only say this because when people like, they're bringing down the royal family, you think that is what's bringing down the royal family? I think what's bringing down the royal family is that we are now living in a time where we have a lot more transparency about the inner workings of our world and the social hierarchy and how erroneous they are and how they have, they have no biological or factual basis. And we're living in a time whereby, as we understand that we should have a more egalitarian landscape within our society... Just because you are born with a few titles in front of your name, that doesn't mean that you can participate in a sex ring and actively be seek friendship with sex traffickers and registered sex offenders mm. just because you're the royal family. We see that when it comes to someone like Prince Andrew. So by the same token, I really feel like that is working a lot harder to bring down the royal family than Harry and Meghan leaving. Yeah, like a man so, who, who can't sweat. Well, there you go. Again, it's like surely that serious genetic defect would bring down the royal family a lot quicker than two people that choose to leave. Now, I need to make it very clear in case anyone is not aware of the bias that I have in this narrative, is that while I have no animosity towards Harry and Meghan, I really don't give a fuck about them. Mm. And I want to elaborate on that so people don't think I have. But let's be quite honest. Like, it's very clear from what I've seen in the documentary or the series so far is that Meghan, obviously being uh, of dual heritage or mixed race or biracial, she heard in the States, obviously enjoy the life where even though America doesn't have a very pronounced uh, class-based hierarchy, it's obviously grown up 
in a way which many would describe as being somewhat bougie has had somewhat of a privileged and wealthy upbringing you know evidenced by her friends and the kind of people that she's around but um very clearly she obviously approached the idea of marrying into the royal family with an air of naivety because she could have asked any mixed race person that lives in the uk or any black person or any child of immigrants or any child of uh the commonwealth about the uh racial outlook of the royal family and she would have uh got a very very accurate idea of what she would be in for but then again she could have also googled some news stories about her own husband and seen him wearing a fucking nazi uniform many years ago because mm. we seem to have all forgotten that very very easily so when we talk about the destruction of the royal family the fact that as a way of acting out harry walked around with a swastika on his arm probably would have been up there as well because what we have seen more recently is that if you show any solidarity with narcissism you are immediately deplatformed and cancelled but we seem to have shown a lot of clemency for Harry. But, you know, people live and they learn and they can evolve. Yeah, I mean, and on that he, basis, I would say as he's well... He's German yeah. though, isn't he, mate? So that'll probably be part of it. Well, them. he is German. And this is why, again, when people talk about, you know, the Royal Family being a British institution, I am already pained to take them seriously because they're not even British in the first place. Well, I guess they're not indigenous, indigenously English or British, I should say. That's what I think that's probably fair to say. Now, on the other point with uh, Harry... Mm. I would say again, you know, there was a few gaffes of that nature. But I think it's very clear that Harry has for a very long time been looking for a way out of the, I guess, media-based uh, prison uh, of having a royal profile. I don't think really people have taken the time to analyse because we would never be privy to that kind of uh, psychic evaluation, psychiatric evaluation, sorry, about how... Uh, Diana's death affected Harry. Mm. I think that uh, he uh, was very severely affected by it. And having and to I parade think... in front of the nation during her funeral. Absolutely. Hor- what an unbelievably difficult experience. And then after all of that, you're, uh, you know, I'm sure he would have also been privy to uh, the issues that she dealt with while she was alive, like her bulimia, uh, eating disorders, her stress. And uh, I'm sure watching her father move his mistress into the palace probably doesn't help your mindset either. But what I imagine is that he's probably seen a lot of parallels between lot of vitriol that Megan has been dealing with and those of his mother and decided to act upon those. Mm. And I guess I find that somewhat commendable. But then at the same time, you know, I spent a lot of fucking money on Harry. So yep. I expected to fucking act right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just, I just... Um, well, needless to say, no, Dane, the uh, upshot of this documentary series will inevitably be rolling on for weeks and weeks and weeks while people unpick it all and then there's going to be stories that aren't in it they're going to come out the drama has just kicked off it is no doubt going to rear its head again and that is the that for me is the problem Howard is that people are going to regard this expose as inflammatory or as uh, controversial (laughs) as important when the last last time I checked the same media that have been criticising Meghan Markle and Harry are also the same uh, media who took pictures of Kate Middleton's breasts being exposed while she was on holiday. Correct. So really, again, it's like we have very short memories about the uh, moral disposition of the same press trying to vilify Meghan Markle. And if there's one thing I've learned over recent years, especially, is that when the tabloid or broadsheet press print stories about a particular person, then it would be a uh, it would be your due diligence or would be jurisprudent of you to kind of do your own research yeah. because there's really little that can be said about these, uh, about the depiction of people in uh, mainstream media that can actually be believed. But I think, yeah, this is going to definitely going to get milked. And however, whatever you feel about uh, Harry and Meghan, 
or whichever side you sit on, that of the uh, royal family as an institution or the crown or Harry and Meghan's side, what's going to continue to happen is that people continue to feed into this whole media cycle until it becomes a media circus and people on both sides will continue to monetize it at a time when we're living a cost of living crisis when really and truly we should be asking why the fuck are we still focusing on these people who already have fucking money when there are people out here still making a choice between eating their homes or feeding their fucking selves they're opening another coal mine Howard yeah. can we focus on the fucking priorities please Harry and Meghan I'm glad you go out I'm glad you're safe I hope you raise your children with love and I hope you continue to have your love grow but really and truly you did not invite me to the wedding so fuck you guys I don't fucking care about you I don't care about your family members I don't care about especially the family members that wanted to expose stories about Meghan or the people that tried to vilify her for her ethnicity or made comments about the complexion of her children. I don't give a fuck about any of you guys. I pay enough tax and no one invites me anywhere. So fuck you all, really. Why don't we focus on beginning to demonetize these institutions that really serve no biological benefit to humanity or any other flora or fauna? You know what, Howard, I was thinking? You know the Duke of Edinburgh Award, yeah. which is supposed to be like an outreach program to help people? Mm. You know what would be better than that? How about not paying fucking tax towards a royal family and we invested in social care services for children anyway? That's how I feel. And I think there's a lot of other people who feel like that. So why don't you get in contact with, uh, with us guys at uh, DBQE Podcast on most of the social platforms. That's been DBQs for this week, Dane. It has been. Uh, again, I will say, if you are someone who has an opinion of the royal family, but you proclaim yourself to be an atheist, you're a fucking idiot. Shut up. But other than that, please do continue sending your questions or any <laughs> themes or topics you want us to discuss on Dane Baptiste Questions Everything. Thank you very much for listening. You've been listening to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, hosted by Dane Baptiste and myself, Howard Cohen. For more from Dane and myself, make sure you follow us on Instagram at DaneSnapTiste and at the Howard Cohen. You can now support us on Patreon. Just search DBQE Podcast and unlock ad-free content and you can watch the full-length video of the podcast. Please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. If you have a question for Dane, make sure you send us a DM on Instagram at DBQE Podcast and we could feature you in our next episode. Thanks for listening, guys. And remember, question everything. Insanity Group. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.